I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, I'm Sora Regis and you're listening to Football Ramble. Ladies and gentlemen, come and meet me <laughs> in a deserted car park. <laughs> do, 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 do. Come from nowhere. Wow. Yeah. wow. You got Doggings, Marcus you... Speller. <laughs> Hang on. Come and meet me in a deserted car park. <laughs> Flash your lights heard twice. You say that in Pete's voice. I've heard you propping bars up. That line. <laughs> Figuratively speaking, of course. Um, uh, the ramble beggars are with me. Uh, Pete is here. Hello. Uh, Lukey is here. All right. And James or Jim is with us. Hello. Andre Arshavin recently said that Arsenal need more taller players. Mm. Gentlemen, who is your favourite tall player from the history books? <laughs> from the history books? Yeah. So I, I, I go. Yeah. My favourite's actually Yang Cheng Peng. He plays for. Can I continue, please? It's not a laughing matter. Oh, I mean, I mean. <laughs> We, we, we sort of operate under the precipice, the illusion that uh, Marcus just pulls these questions out of his ass well, five Pete. minutes I'm, before I'm, we start. Why have you somehow got this information well, under you know, your I'm, bit, I'm, I'm a bit of a part-time supporter of Three Gorges Kang Tian <laughs> in, the, in the Chinese, in Ch- Chinese uh, first division. Um, He's from China. <laughs> Yang Cheng Peng plays for uh, yeah Three Gorges Kang Tian. He's six foot nine. He's a striker. He's actually the uh, the tallest professional footballer in the world. And if I could just bring it back to more. Fam- Familiar shores. He actually wants a one-month trial with Bolton in 2006. Is he surprisingly good with his fate? I'll just sit back and uh, await the points. <laughs> <laughs> Wanker. Mm. <laughs> um, uh, I'm surprised Allardyce doesn't sign him. Yeah, <laughs> he had a trial with Bolton yeah. when Allardyce was probably there. So, uh, yeah. but I haven't researched it. So I don't know if that's case. Mm. You James. haven't researched it, <laughs> James. James beat that. Uh, well, I'm going to. I mentioned him a couple of weeks ago, but I'm going to go for old Doctor Socrates. I knew. He was very, very tall. Yeah. Uh, you know, I like a bit of Dr. Socrates. He was slightly mad. Um, incredibly tall. Very slow. You know, when you think back to old football and it just seems slower. Yes. He kind of epitomises that for me. It's incredibly slow, mm. incredibly skillful, brilliant man who was a doctor and a drunk and a footballer and really called Socrates. Yes. And a great afro. You're cur- an incredible afro. You're, you're currently in the silver medal position for the points. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Pete. Well, it's very difficult, isn't it? Because <clears throat> most footballers are a, fair, a, a hell of a lot taller than me, for yeah. example, at five yeah. foot eight. But you but don't I mean... need to use yourself as a benchmark. <laughs> <laughs> and you, you are never five foot eight. For the record. <laughs> I am. Five yes, he foot is. Eight. We've measured. We both are. We both are. Yeah. We sit on the desk. That's we <laughs> stood next to each other and gone. Are you five foot eight? <laughs> yeah, I am as well. <laughs> You've got to measure yourself in an official way. It was yeah. a team building but, exercise. But um, so I mean, p- people are particularly call, uh, tall for where they play. Ruud van Nistelrooy was quite tall. Was he? He was quite tall. He was quite. Not as tall as me. You got to be taller than me to even get involved. Ruud van Nistelrooy was taller than you. 
Again, we should not be using that 6'3", was it? We want taller That's quite tall, isn't it? Yeah, he's not Peter Crouch tall. Move on, Marcus. Who is Peter Crouch tall? Peter Crouch. Six right. foot seven, he is. Can't All right, fella who scored at the weekend penalty, what's his name? Uh, John Carew. John Carew, Big right. John Carew. Right, I'm having John Carew then. Better. <laughs> Fine. Better. <laughs> yeah, Marcus? Uh, I'm going to have Yan Collar. Yeah, big Yan Collar. Any man who Gary Lineker describes as a head on a stick is good <laughs> enough for me. <laughs> <laughs> he, I remember um, in uh, Euro 2000 when the uh, Czech Republic played Holland and Yap Stam was marking him. Mm. And he towered over Yapstam. Yeah. And it was like bloody. Because Yapstam's a beast. He's, he's a tall lad. Collar's well. a big unit. Yeah, but Collar like, was towered over him. It was like flipping it. Honourable mentions to Nicola Ziggich, who's yeah. Yeah, of course. massive yeah, yeah, yeah. as well. And, and Peter Crouch, of course. <laughs> um, weirdly, whenever he I think. He has got of, good feet for a big man. He has, indeed. <laughs> whenever I think of. Um, uh, Jan Collar now I picture Nikolai Valuev for some reason <laughs> huge giant scary monster <laughs> they don't look dissimilar I'll back you up on that oh ok fair yeah. enough fair enough I see what yeah. uh, the, the points are undoubtedly Luke Moore thank you very much <laughs> <laughs> as I was researching yeah. that uh, sorry can the points go to Wikipedia actually this week <laughs> chaps the World Cup draw took place and James and, I, James and I were on Sky News talking about it. We were, mm. which was strange because it meant that I watched the draw in the green room with um, Anthony Costa from Blue and his dad. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's really, really weird. Andy Burton. And an- your dad, <laughs> <laughs> no, my dad He wasn't there. Anthony time. Costa kept predicting which like, like the next teams that were going to come out of the hat, and he was really freakishly good at it. It was really quite weird. <laughs> I think he's had some sort of hand in it. Uh, it's actually that, that's the second time because we were in the, we were in the reception once and Lee from Blue was there, wasn't it? What are they doing there? I don't know, they're following us. It, reform or give up the dream? Not even in my top five favourite boy bands. <laughs> Move on. <laughs> um, uh, what a World Cup draw, gentlemen. England have got to be happy with that. Yeah. I mean, I mean, the USA are obviously the, the sort of the tough team in that group, and I think it's good that we've got them first because we we know now not to take them lightly. We're going to have to try and raise the game straight away. What sort of worried me was that we'd get a really sort of kind of easy on paper group in England would think oh yeah we'll just try and coast through the group and you know then we'll play when it matters in the next round and I, I still kind of worry that we will do that but it's good that we have sort of a challenge there in the USA I mean obviously we can't sort of write off the other sides but England should really get through that Wait, who, who are we going to um, at the time about Ghana and people like that we're going to be playing we'll, 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 we'll play, play the group D someone from group D if we win the group then we play the runners up from group D Which is, if, we, if we run up if we come runners up in the group then we play the winners of group D so we could play, probably play, play Germany or Ghana well, I, well I, Serbia are a decent well, side yeah. surely Australia have a shout there as well I'm writing them off. The group. I'm writing them off, Jim. Writing them off. Yeah, <laughs> I'm writing them off. Yeah, so they might as well not bother turning up. <laughs> I'm always right when it comes to predictions. All provocative. <laughs> I, I think that, um, in fairness, it might not sound too fashionable to say so, but I think all the teams in the group can hurt us potentially if we're not. Mm. And we were a better side than them, but USA are a, a, a reasonably decent team. And you've got to remember that it's a massive game for the USA. They're yeah. going to easily, they're really going to want to beat England. Yeah. You know, so you've got to bear that in mind. They played excellently against Spain in the Confederations Cup. Okay, I know by then it'll be a year ago, but it's still worth talking about. Mm. And they also banged a couple past Brazil as well. So, yeah. you know, Algeria are a good side. You don't, you don't, you know, you don't qualify ahead of Egypt who are African Nations Cup holders by being rubbish. Yeah. You know, I know it's a derby up there, but you still got to bear you'd, it in you'd mind. You'd imagine Algeria wouldn't mind a piece of uh, the US and England as well. Oh, exactly. <laughs> but I, I expect England to qualify from the group. I mean, the, the real hard work starts after that. That really doesn't it? Absolutely. I think um, Brazil, Ivory Coast, Portugal, North Korea is obviously the one. Got to feel for North Korea there. Yeah, I mean, they're, yeah, good yeah, the, they're good at the back, but they are good I, at concede. It's such, it's such I feel for North Korea anyway. I must say. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a nice trip out for them, I suppose. But mm. um, Ivory Coast, 
I feel for them. Exactly. <laughs> no, I really do. In you the made last the point. World Cup, they were in the group yeah. of death, yeah. weren't they? And it's just so bad. I mean, this is... It is a shame. This is a great generation of players they've got. In the, in the next World Cup, there's nothing to say that they're still still going to be there. Drogba obviously won't be around then. I mean, Zinedine Dindan might not even be there, and he's obviously well, pro- the key pro- man, isn't Ports he? Ports will be his priority. So. Yes. Um, <laughs> who was saying uh, on, on Twitter that um, they were worried that North Korea might take the group of death? Too serious. A little bit too serious. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a laughing matter, Pete, but we no. all know, no matter how badly they perform, there'll be a tape made up of an alternative <laughs> World Cup and broadcast to their people, which they would have definitely won it. But we have a man in North Korea and he'll be able to tell us He will, yeah. He you know, he'll be able there. to get in there. But I, do you know something? Infiltration. I know what you're saying about the group of death thing with Ivory Coach, but if they get through that group, which they could, because they're good, mm. um, then they've got a chance, outside chance to get into the final, I think, because mm. they won't meet though, they won't meet Brazil again to the final. Yeah. Mm. But they could play Spain, though. Yeah. Um, but I, I think a, a, there's, a, there's a tasty little group in, in Holland, Japan, Cameroon and Denmark. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because oh, the Danish qualified really, really yeah, strongly. Yeah. Cameroon looks strong. Lightly. That'd be Ho- very watchable. Is Roger <laughs> Mia playing for Cameroon? Yeah. <laughs> we don't know yet. But, I I don't, but there's always Well, class is permanent, yeah? Yeah. Terry Venables told me. Did he? Yeah, well, <laughs> just after he said that Michael Owen should definitely be picked or whatever he was saying that. Mm. I think Argentina, <laughs> some people are saying they got off lightly. I mean, I don't know. Would yeah, they've they got an easy group, simple as that. Do you that? think yeah. so? I yeah. an easy group, yeah. <clears throat> the Nigerian side aren't great at no. the moment, are they? Let's be honest. Um, Greece, no. they should have no trouble dispatching. And South Korea, too. I mean, it is quite, it's quite a favourable group for them. But then at the same time, this is the Argentina that just completely struggled <clears throat> to qualify. Is, is Diego going to accept that he can only take a certain amount of players? Or yeah. is he just going <laughs> to, no, 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 I must have 50 to choose from at any one time? Yeah. Um, another thing about Argentina is not only have I got an easy group, and as long as they avoid Uruguay, they'll probably have a reasonably easy, easy second phase as well. Mm. I, th- I really feel for South Africa. Actually, Mexico, Uruguay, and France. That's they a got tough seeded. group. Yeah, if they want to be a seed, they've well, got. Yeah, but as hosts, you know that was <laughs> yeah. always going to happen, wasn't it? But I think it's a bit rubbish in sort of international tournaments when the, when the hosts go out, which obviously happened in uh, in the Euros, yeah, Belgium, uh, but yeah. not the World Cup before. Um, and you know, it could seriously happen here. That, that's that's three tough teams they've got in there. Do you think France have got away a bit lightly? It's not. It's not an easy one, though. I've got Dominic as a manager, so probably well, not. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I thought Platini might. You know, France would be the warm ball. It was know? weird because in 2002 they were hosts. Ah, uh, sorry, 2002 they were holders and they didn't score a goal. Yeah, they went yeah. straight out, didn't they? Yeah, well, I think it was the worst effort from from the holders. Hold- but of course, the holders don't qualify automatically. Not anymore. No, anymore. No. Which I, I disagree. With. I like having the team there. Yeah. Um, to defend. To their defend. Mantle. You should yeah. go defend your. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's going to be a very rare occasion. You would imagine that the holders don't qualify again. Do you think? Um, I, do you know what I enjoyed at the draw was? Um, well, obviously it was nice to look at Charlie's Theron, but it was just her sarcasm. Yeah, throughout can, the whole. Can thing. she be there for the whole thing? <laughs> it was so funny. She was clearly not bothered. Nice and to making see, um, it known. Nice to see Harley Gabriel Salati as well. Yeah, D Becker called wonderful athlete. Is it Booth, Matt Booth, Booth as well? Who was Big Booth. soaking wet? He could have been your favourite. Some reason. Yeah, like a leather suit on. Did I? Weird. Did, did I read that Milia was there? Mila, I didn't, Roger I didn't see Roger Mia. Yeah, no, I didn't see him. He may, he may have been I'm there. sure I read that he was there. He's probably oh, there. Well, yeah, probably yeah. there. Imagine he probably would have been there. He's older than Nelson Mandela. <laughs> <laughs> and Carno. Oi. Sorry. Never. Um, well, yeah, I mean, it, the draw was okay. It wasn't as eventful as the 1982 World Cup draw, which we saw recently put on someone's blog. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, there there was no t- cameras there, unfortunately. Well, there was no cameras in those days for the draw, because why would there be, you yeah. know? Um, but uh, the competition rules meant that um, Peru and Chile, who were the two uh, unseeded South American sides, they had to be kept apart from Brazil and Argentina. But f- someone forgot to take the balls out. <laughs> That's and, a basic uh, error. <laughs> yeah. <coughs> 
This before Sepp Blatter's tenure, is it? <laughs> He's been working for FIFA for 135 years. Yeah, 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 it yeah. was before computers, Luke. Oh, was it? And uh, marginally before. <laughs> um, uh, and so uh, Scotland were picked out and placed in Argentina's group, but only for the organised to realise that Belgium had already been picked in that spot. So they had to put the Scots in with Brazil instead. <laughs> and then <laughs> they were chuffed. Yeah, they were, oh, we don't mind. That was fine. And then um, this would disgrace a pub darts league. Then on. <laughs> it gets a lot better. Go on. Um, and then the container holding the balls. Um, it jammed and split open, and, and, and the balls just went everywhere. <laughs> and, uh, and apparently the German, uh, the West German representative, Hermann Neuberger, started accusing the, um, because it was held in Spain, he started accusing the organisers of slave labour by using Spanish orphans to fetch the balls back and forth. <laughs> oh, my God! <laughs> it all just went You should off. not need a ball boy at a World Cup draw. <laughs> no, exactly. Well, that, that, Steve Sidwell, he'd do it. Yeah. <laughs> if you know you're incompetent, James, and I think yeah. that's pretty good planning. That's no, I guess so. Get it right. Yeah, get the <laughs> Is that right what they were about though. ten rehearsals each day? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, so. d- I don't remember the World Cup draw being as sort of shiny and mental as this one was. It was yeah. Even, yeah, even the last one, one, was it yeah. like that? I, d- I, I don't can't know. remember it, to be honest. Yeah. Was was Thron side was uh, Thron sidelined a little bit because she had that bit of a joke about the island thing? Oh yeah, she, she's she married just, to an Irishman, isn't she? Yeah, she drew out France and said Ireland instead. And yeah, then, that was in the rehearsal. Right? Yeah, on purpose. Then, but then, but then, apparently she she had a lot more duties in the rehearsals, but they got trimmed down because they thought she couldn't <laughs> be trusted. That's yeah, what I, had. I, I like that if if that has <laughs> happened, she's clearly reacted to it because her complete <laughs> sort of blasé attitude. I thought it was great work. Can imagine if we have we did the World Cup draw. Probably fucking Fern Cotton or something, wouldn't it? Rubbish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fern Cotton or Graham Norton? <laughs> or Dermot O'Leary. Oh, oh Dermot, he's alright. Come on, he's alright, He's alright. He does the job, but he doesn't give oh, you any more. Right. I'm taller than Dermot O'Leary. Oh, yeah. I saw him in a pub once. <laughs> Perspective, yeah. mate. You've you <laughs> got to get a handle on these <laughs> things. If the you went up to him, fair enough. <laughs> yeah. Just in the distance, that doesn't mean you're taller yeah. than him. Yeah. Look, when you grow up in the jungle, perspective is hard. <laughs> Very dense. It's a zoo, not a jungle. It's Leicester Zoo. <laughs> Back in the Premier League. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Talking of World Cups and all, Roy Hodgson says that um, he reckons Bobby Zamora could could play for England. Oh, right. He's Dementia <laughs> has started, hasn't it? It has <laughs> officially started. It's a shame, because I like Royals. I'm, I'm, I'm his biggest defender, but I'm not having that. No. <laughs> I'm not I, having that. I think anyway, Hangeland's his biggest defender. <laughs> oh, nice. Thank yeah. you. Uh, but, you know, because Emil Heskey's sort of been employed in this role where he doesn't have to score goals for England, everyone's sort of <laughs> looking at other strikers that don't score, thinking, oh, we could play them as well. It's <laughs> like, they don't do. They don't all do the same thing. All the Sometimes days. they don't score for other reasons. <laughs> yeah. Very true in the case look, of Bobby Zamora. Looking across the factory floor. Hey, Dave, you could do that. You could play up front for England. And not score. <laughs> I think I, in all seriousness, though, guys, if we can just be serious for a second, if What's Bobby's and was picked in the World Cup squad, I will kill myself. <laughs> I'll actually kill myself, and I'll do it live on this show. All right, can we start a Zamora for England campaign <laughs> right here? For the good of the cast. Yeah. In seriousness... Mr Capello, it's a small request. <laughs> in seriousness, you've got to... You got to put Darren Bent ahead of him, and Darren yeah, Bent's yeah. probably not going to get in the squad. Jermaine Defoe, <laughs> yeah. maybe. Well, no, but I'm just saying Defoe's that sort of role. Go. Zamora and Bent are similar, I suppose. <laughs> but Bent just scores loads more. Well, yeah. Carlton Cole, if you are looking sort of, more... he can't stay fit though. Carlton. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, he's better than uh, Bobby Zamora. I'd agree with that. Well, that's. Uh, I've, I've, I've defended Bobby Zamora on this show, saying like no, he's a hard a... worker striker. Yeah, but he's nowhere near that. England standard. No, <laughs> when it, if, if we have to pick Bobby Zamora in in our, in our squad for the World Cup, we may as well not even bother mm. going. 
It's a funny one with Bobby Zamora because he scored tons of goals when he was at Brighton, and and you know when he signed for Tottenham when he first came up into the Premiership, uh, Premier League, sorry. Um, it you know it, it looked like he might be quite an exciting prospect because you never know with these sort of players, and it just never materialised. But sort of players like him and Rob Earnshaw that score like tons and tons of goals in the lower leagues, and you, you sort of wonder about them. But then like you see them missing open goals in the in the Premiership, and you think surely you would have scored that in the Championship. It's just it's such a confidence-based position. You don't get as, half as many chances at the top level. Mm. And, um, it, and also Spurs obviously ruin players as well. So that's yeah. <laughs> um, we're talking of a player who seems a bit ruined, Jimmy Bullard. Oh, oh, sad to see. Oh, no, really. Is he one player of the month as well? Yeah. Well, I, just, I just think if we talk about the England squad I think it was just Milner <clears throat> trying to get into the England squad yeah. by destroying another midfield player that, that, Aston, <laughs> that Aston Villa ball boy has done well with that Milner goal hasn't he yeah yeah, yeah. It, it, was incredible a lo- it was a work. lovely chip wasn't he it? should get an assist just for that yeah, yeah. Just give it anyway just give him I know he didn't really assist but just give him, give him it anyway mm. he, 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 that was one of the players wasn't it? it was one of the um, Sidwell it was one Steve of the Sidwell oh yeah, yeah. Steve Sidwell I didn't, oh, I oh sorry that. I didn't realize you know that basically um, yeah, Steve Sidwell um, was warming up there's a bit of a Ferrari about it. I mean, as far as I'm concerned, when the ball, I don't know, when the ball leaves the pitch, the worst thing about it was Andy Gray did his really pious, the last word on Sunday. Yeah. And he didn't know either. And he, looked, <laughs> and he didn't know. And he looks into the camera and went, yeah, well, no one knows. No one knows. It's like, it's not just me. <laughs> well, I'm pretty sure that when the ball leaves the field of play, it's going to be returned to the, to the guy ready to take the throw and quit, and that's fine. But yeah. the goalkeeper should never have been out that sort of far anyway if he wasn't going to clear it properly. And Sibwell just grabbed it, chucked it to him, and he threw it and he <laughs> stuck it in. Hmm. Nice work. Yeah, well you... done, Steve Sidwell. Yeah. Well done, Sidders, <laughs> as, I, as I bet they call him in Aston Villa. Probably do. Back to Jimmy Bullard, though. I'm absolutely gutted from him. I mean, he left the field in tears, didn't he? It's, yeah. it's, it's his knee again. I mean, we've not it's heard his anything. It's his other okay, knee. Okay, right. Well, yeah. But we've not heard anything yet. We don't know how serious it is. But He's it's... due to have a scan tonight, but I don't know what the results of it are. But well, the... well, we wish you well, Jimmy. Yeah, definitely, man. I hope he comes back, because I mean, he's got an outside chance of getting on that plane, Marcus. <laughs> Dare we, dare we suggest it? And it's, an inside chance for mine. Like. <laughs> and, and it's not as if he uh, he took a lot of time to get back to... Um, straight in. He was straight in there. Yeah. Player of the month. He, he, yeah, you know. Yeah. It's, it's incredible. The, 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 the good thing about it is it's his other knee, for one, and he yeah. walked off, he sort of hobbled off, yeah. so he wasn't, like, stretched off. And I'm sure I read today that the swelling isn't as bad as I thought, so you never know, he might even be back in a couple of weeks. You've just got to wait for the scan. I think, he, I think it was just more his face than anything else, oh, which yeah. is difficult at the best of times, but <laughs> I think he just looked very, very <laughs> despondent, very I think sad. it's because when you've had a history of those sort yeah. of knee injuries, you've probably just hit fear in the worst. Yeah. Oh, have I done you but bloody punching his knee? It didn't look like a twist, though, did it? It looked like an impact, yeah, right? yeah, so yeah, it, might, impact. it might just be a bruise. Well, hopefully... Um, City have uh, beaten Chelsea. What a game! Manchester that, City. That mm. by your own goal was mental. It was yeah. like pinball. <laughs> yeah, yeah it was it's a brilliant game. One of the best games I've seen this season. Really. And Shea Given saved a br- brilliant penalty save from Lampard right at the end. Yeah, yeah, he did. it was yeah. a real oh, day for oh. penalty saves. Yeah. A real weekend for penalty. Yeah, yeah. nobody's got. I think it was what was it? One. John Carew got one. John Carew got one. But Fabregas missed, didn't he? Dindan. Dindan. Defoe. Yeah. Um, someone missed in Spain as well for yeah. Bilbao against yeah. uh, Valencia. Cristiano Ronaldo, we'll come on to that Ronaldo later. Missed, yeah, of course, one, yeah, Ronaldo yeah, missed yeah, as well, yeah. didn't he? Yeah. But um, did you see Tevez's free kick? That was a weird one. It was yeah. really low. Peter Chet's got to be pissed off with himself. Well, he's, yeah. got, he's thinking he's going yeah. over the wall, didn't he? Yeah. yeah. And uh, and he got it wrong. Pompey won. Woo! Yes! <laughs> Get in there. <laughs> <laughs> Tell you what, allow me a, a couple of minutes just to celebrate that, because that doesn't happen very often. Avram. Mm. 
Uncle Avi. <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Avi. Nice. Done, done the business. DJ Yoda. Wicked. Kanu came on and changed the game. He, he, yeah. he did really well. I was going to really cane like Dindan towards the end of the game on Facebook and say, right, he's an absolute fucking disgrace. He's rubbish. Yeah, because that penalty was rubbish. It was terrible. Yeah, it was penalty. exactly the same as Kim and Prince Bartek's from the other week. Yeah. No excuse for it. And um, then he popped up and scored the winner of a good header. So, like, <laughs> well, not the winner, but a, a goal that effectively the, sealed the, the clincher. Game. The, the clincher. clincher, yeah, yeah. Um, but, I mean, to be fair, did you see that Begovic? He made some great saves with yeah, Pompey. He He's really highly rated. He was out at Ipswich on loan earlier on in the season and we recalled him due to injuries. Played out of his skin. Yeah, he did really well. Um, Avram said that uh, you know he was talking about Carno coming on as an impact sub. I like the, the idea of uh, you know a ninety-four-year-old impact sub. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, he said football. Uh, Grant said football's changed a lot in the last ten years. It's become more athletic and more aggressive. But I think we need to look for intelligent players like Carno, because in one move he can change the game like he did for the first goal. And he said uh, when he was asked why did he not start against Burnley, Grant said, "Well, it's very easy. He's fifty-five years old. He's sixty <laughs> next year. <laughs> that doesn't, <laughs> doesn't even make sense." Yeah. <laughs> he, he, um, the thing about Carney, right, is he's one of the slowest players I've ever seen, and I've, and I've seen me, right, <laughs> and he draws fouls like no other player I've, I've seen. He, yeah. He'll get the ball, he'll never give it away, and he'll just get fouled. Yeah. <laughs> and, 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 and obviously, if that's in the halfway line, it's not great, but he always gets fouled just on the edge of the box. He's got a lovely sort of laboured sort of... Um, Good touch for a big man. Oh, great touch for a big man, uh, <laughs> but, but it's great, because it, he's... He, obviously, Carney's getting on a bit. It was good to see... Uh, getting uh, on a bit. <laughs> Sahabi uses impact sub yeah. as well. He, he did. Really I, th- well. I, I, know know I think Sahar would be a top quality world class striker if he didn't have so many injuries. Yeah, I completely agree. He, with he just scores goals all the time. He did, did you good notice, goals as well. Did you from all the, kinds of areas. Did you notice when the player got to the uh, got to the uh, the, 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 the byline? Um, he pulled away. He pulled backwards. Did he? He listened to Windass. He would listen to Windass. To Windass is top tip. Avram's been listening to us regarding Carnu. Yeah. Kanu. yeah. Sahar's been listening to, to us regarding everything. Yeah, we'll have to yes. have a new section called Windass's Pearls. The boy, <laughs> the boy you played for um, Everton made his debut. Was brilliant. Yeah, the guy he right back. Was he, he was right back? Like, Coleman, his name, wasn't it? He, young uh, lad. He complete. He was brilliant. He was, yeah. It was his debut, I think, and, and he was superb. And Gareth Bale, I'm pretty sure, still hasn't won a game for Tottenham yeah. in the league when they when he started it. <laughs> Send him out on loan, Harry. Yeah, <laughs> that's brilliant. Um, <laughs> didn't didn't like seeing uh, Cahill do his stupid corner flag. Oh punch god, I can't stand that. Can't stand that, man. Did anyone else know that Defoe was in the miss that penalty? He lets you down, Defoe. He's, so? oh, he's yeah. just one of those players. That, do you know what I'm saying? I know he's a good player. I know he scores goals. I don't want to be a spur, get accused of Spurs bashing again. But if Defoe went to the World Cup and he had to take a decisive penalty in a penalty shootout, I reckon he'd miss it. I'll tell you who mm. would score a penalty in the World Cup. Who's that? Jimmy Bullard. He would. Uh, yeah, he would. He actually yeah, would. <laughs> If his, knee, if his knee held up well, very on the run up. And then as a celebration, he'd, he'd deliberately miss one. He'd take the ball back to the spot <laughs> and sort of do a satirical penalty. Lee Bowyer has said that um, his reputation as some kind of animal, as he put it, will prevent him from playing a next year's World Cup. Like pepperami. Well, he, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. he said, I could score 20 goals a season, but there's absolutely no way I'm going to be on that plane. No, you, 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 you could not score 20 <laughs> goals a season. And therein lies the problem. <laughs> Lee Bowyer won't be picked he's not good enough. I don't think he's talking about now, though, is he? I think he's talking about in the past. Well, no, he's talking, no, he's talking about player. this World Cup. But he's, seriously? Yeah, he is, yeah. Uh, well, I just think box-to-box, running and running and running and getting little kind of end product out of it really doesn't suit the England and never <laughs> has suited the England setup ever. You know what <laughs> yeah. I mean? Well, you'd be surprised. Oh, look at me, <laughs> look at me, I'm running, I'm running, I'm running, I'm running. I never stop running. I won't, I won't score or tackle anyone, but I'm running. <laughs> <laughs> well, if he does tackle them, he'll probably injure them. But, um... <laughs> Lee Bowyer, is he serious? Because the thing is... He... I, mean, I think Lee Bowyer, he's had an all right start to the season. But he has, yeah. He's doing 
pretty well. You I'll know, say start to the season. We're pretty. We're no, he's, he's had the right season so far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he's a good footballer. Yeah. You know, and when he was at Leeds, he was decent. But but don't pipe up when how old was he? 31, 32? Thirty-one, thirty-two. Thirty-two. Yeah. Yeah. When 32, he was decent, right? he was playing in a very good Leeds side. Oh, he was. You know, yeah, so. absolutely. He, he has got a cap ring, and he played against Portugal. He yeah. set up Alan Smith, didn't he? We've had a couple of emails about the Stephen Gerrard dive against Blackburn. Yeah, gentlemen. Well, the annoisement match today don't really sort of pick up on it mm. when it's Stephen Gerrard. <laughs> but if it's someone else, they're all over it's it. It's unacceptable, mate. You know, you've yeah. got, you've got to, if someone did that at my club, I'd go over <laughs> to them and I'd go, Oi, we don't do that round here. Yeah. That's from my autobiography. It was an outrageous time. But I'll tell you, we did another one. Horidison, you see his one? Yeah, shocking. He said he didn't dive, but he blatantly did. It wasn't a penalty. <laughs> and and so, to be fair, I can't complain that Pompey missed it. But that Gerrard thing, it's, it's, he makes a rod for his own back because, like you say, he says stuff like, Oh, we'll never dive. We don't have that at our club. But what does that even mean mm. England, the English broadcasters were only to wise up and actually admit it and, 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 and in, a, in a way it's more of a serious point because if actually they did pick up on it and and did make more of an issue of it and, and not be scared about sort of slightly offending people for picking up on them when they do things wrong which yeah. is a, seems to me a ridiculous attitude and we don't want to we don't want to mention it do you remember when it happened when Henri was one of the Premier League's biggest sort of assets and yeah. he dived um well, he did, I can't remember exactly what the incident was, but he did something a little bit sort of. Did silly. he use his hand for something? <laughs> no, it was way before that. It was way before that, and the uh, and it, cause it wasn't even mentioned. And yeah. it just seems to me they want to protect their assets as much as they can. Mm. Even when the BBC haven't got rights to the fucking Premier League, if they mentioned it more and pulled people up on it, maybe they'd stop it. Maybe know? they'd get those rights back. Mm. Do, do you think they're worried about? Um about losing interviews with players like that, things like that, post-match interviews, probably are, things yeah. like Inside Sport, magazine things. It, I, probably it are, does yeah. work like that. I sort of uh, thought that the two men on the match of the day two couch might have got involved. Gary Speed and Alan Shearer, that was nice to see. Those <laughs> two, <laughs> <laughs> together again at last. I thought they were going to get involved and start I mean, telling them a new one. They didn't. Alan Shearer's always carried himself with the ultimate of respectability. Apart from somebody <laughs> accidentally <laughs> booted someone in the face. <laughs> <laughs> was it Neil Lennon at, for, at Leicester? It was Neil Lennon at Leicester. He said it was an accident, didn't he? He was England captain <laughs> at the time, <laughs> Very sharp elbows as well, Isha. Very sharp <laughs> yeah. elbows. The sharpest elbow since Gaza, I'd say. Oh, yeah, of course. Um, everyone does it, don't they? That's why I was a bit annoyed with the old Henri handball thing. Don't pretend, everyone, that you mm. don't cheat as well. Everyone does. In the Scottish Premier League, the SPL, it's pretty tight at the top. Hibs are only two points off the top spot. It's, it is looking like a very... And, and they're on the same uh, points as Rangers, but Rangers do have a game in hand. Mm. Dundee United are four points off the top. It's incredible, really, this start, stage of the season. Usually it's about... Ten points separate, you know, sort of first second and third. And, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. But it's you know, ten points separates first and fifth. I read something interesting about Walter Smith, how he's going to carry on as Rangers manager because they're looking to take over the club, yep. and they don't want to have to go through having compensation given out to a new because his contract's obviously running out. Yeah. So him and his two backroom stuff, one of them's Annie McCoist, they're going to work for, without a deal on like a rolling basis. Which I thought right, was yeah. a lovely touch. Yeah, well, it might also be a precursor to Watersmith taking over the Scotland boss. I can't see him going back to Scotland. No, he, yeah, he seemed well, to sort of shut that off as soon as Rangers come knocking, didn't he? Yeah. Well, he said it was be originally when he was Scotland boss, and he, he really got Scotland going again. Yeah. Um, and then George Brody massively fucked <laughs> it up. <laughs> well, He's he, had some terrible results. It's such Brody. a shame, that. You know. Yeah. But, because uh, obviously McLeish did um, a, a decent job at Scotland as well, although maybe one or two people might not agree with me, but I thought he did a good job yeah, at okay. Scotland, you know. Um, but yeah, Walter Smith said that the um, the SFA didn't offer him a long term deal. They wouldn't 
no. time into something long, so he just he went for Rangers, you know. No, yeah, it's, it's a weird, it's a weird move. I remember at the time, but I'm sure he's got yeah. his reason. Did you see that Hamilton, Hamilton, Hamilton versus Hearts game? Yeah, it was, it was inevitable. That was absolutely. It was eventful. Fast, sorry, when, when um, the guy, the guy got sent off. Did you see him down the tunnel? Stewart. Was that Michael Stewart? I think it might yeah. have been. Yeah, he yeah. tried to kick the water bottle. and He fell right on his ass. It, it, <laughs> it was just caught by the camera. Yeah, wasn't it? Which it was just is so sort of brilliant. Disappeared from view, didn't he? The funniest yeah. thing about it was he obviously really hurt himself as well. He was holding his leg up. Well, he looked back round to see the camera had caught it. Oh, yeah, yeah. No. That, that, that's their fifth red card this season. Hearts. Yeah. Well, didn't they have Ridiculous. a masseuse sent off in the same game in like a post-match? <laughs> yeah, it was like a big post-match brawl, wasn't yeah. it, down the tunnel? And two players got sent off after the game, and also a masseuse. How can you send off a masseuse? <laughs> <laughs> how, how much power do the referees have? Just dishing out red cards, just all over the place. But uh, weren't they fighting with the police at one point? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the police. I know the police were involved at some point. Outrageous. They were all sent off as like, well. The BBC commentator was going. It's just, I don't know what's going on, everyone's just hitting each other. <laughs> <laughs> I remember a friend of mine uh, used to go, well, he still does go and see Hearts all the time, and uh, there used to be a tradition of the uh, the end-of-season pitch invasion at Hearts, which, of course, has stopped now for obvious reasons, but that's yeah. what everyone used to run on the pitch at the end. It's nice. And uh, <laughs> just at the end of season, you know. Yeah, I, th- I yeah. think a lot of clubs used to do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he said, one year, though, like loads of people ran on, and it was just before, like, they were playing Kilmarnock, and... Hearts of, to my knowledge, you know, have not got a particularly massive rivalry with Kilmarnock. There's no sort of bad blood there or anything, and uh, there, there wasn't that game. It was just a nothing end of season match, and it was I forget the Kilmarnock player, but he wasn't even one of their big names. And some bloke just ran on, and he just walked up to this fella and lamped him one. <laughs> That's a Scottish right. That's a greeting. Just, it's a greeting. It, re- it really reminds me of that old. Um, There's no need. What that, are you doing? That old um, fantasy football league where they'd reposition some uh, commentary from uh, bots and going, and the scene is so typically Scottish. Scottish. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fellas on top of the bar, yeah. bending the bar. The scene is so typically yeah. Scottish. I remember that. <laughs> Class. That's great stuff, that is. We're talking about players getting sent off. There was one sent off in Spain. Ronaldo? Cristiano Ronaldo. He missed a penalty. Is it for being a twat? <laughs> well, he, in he, a way, yes. <laughs> yeah. He missed a penalty, then he yeah. scored a goal, took his top off to celebrate. Very, very well built these days. He got a book well, he, always that, was. He? he always was. Yeah, yeah. Um, Why do players still do that? Why is it a booking offence? We've, we've, we've established, established that it shouldn't this. be. It's <laughs> stupid either way. Yeah, but he got yeah. sent off. But Real won 4-2. Yeah. Well, he didn't celebrate um, Karen Benzema's goal, did he? Which is no, he went over. He went over to him. Yeah, he? but he was very sort of subdued. Well, and it's he... a lot of sort of reaction to it. Well, I think he was subdued because he missed the penalty. Then Benzema got the rebound. So you're never going to be. You're no, probably yeah. just relieved, I think, if that's the scenario. But, I mean, any sort of uh, occasion to get a stick and beat Ronaldo with it is taken too much. Yeah, so I'll back you up. <laughs> well, Karen Benzema's meant to be a bit of a sort of a, a difficult it. character to get on, on with as well. Should we call him? Should we hilariously term him Le Sulk? Yes, let's do that. <laughs> I've, I've heard it somewhere before, but it's already let's been carry done. on with it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, let's move away from, from players with big egos. Um, Zlatan Ibrahimovic <laughs> has said that uh, he won't play friendlies for Sweden. Uh, he says, it's always been a great honour to play for Sweden. But obviously the- not then. <laughs> <laughs> if I may finish. Uh, for the time being, I won't play for the national team because I'm not motivated. Zlatan Ibrahimovic giving it to you straight. Yeah. I mean, he's honest yeah, at least. Yeah. He's just he's just saved <laughs> saved himself like so much editorial written about oh he's not motivated. <laughs> he just can't be asked. He's yeah. just nipping it all in the 
bug with just one sentence. It's like turning oh, up to work way. drunk at your computer and your boss is like, oh, why have you just peed in the corner, Peter? Oh, I'll level with you, boss. I am drunk. <laughs> yeah. It's like me to going to my mum's over Christmas. Mum, it's always been a great honour to spend Christmas day with you, you, you and the family, but today I'm not going to bother. I want to do something else. I'm, I'm motivated elsewhere. Yeah. yeah. Oh, bless him. Zebra. Zebra. <laughs> like it, like it. Um, where's Rude Van Nistelrooy going to go in January? You tell us. Grand National? <laughs> Good, because he looks Not even like in January, doesn't right, even work. He looks more like a donkey, though, doesn't he? So it doesn't work on two levels, you tit. Well, he won't win it then. <laughs> he can still enter it. It's <laughs> <laughs> not um, even until like, April, though. But you are right, James. He is a tit. But, um, Who, me? That's a bit harsh. <laughs> outrageous scenes. Come on, I've given you the points. What Sorry, more do you want? Thanks. Um, I'm still counting them. Do you think he'll go to the Premier League? He might go to Tottenham Hotspur because I'm a really lazy journalist. <laughs> always want strikers. So. He, Ian Wright go there with uh, Huntelaar as well. Yeah. Yeah. Ian Wright was piping up saying he should go to Arsenal. It's like, you used to play for Arsenal. <laughs> you know how this club works. Yeah. Just, what are you talking yeah. about? Do you, um, do you, I found a fact uh, out this week about uh, Ruben Van Nistelrooy. Yeah. He called his son Liam. Did there he? There we go. Liam, Liam Van, Van Nistelrooy. <laughs> Which I could think's a nice touch. Yeah. Oh. Very odd. Is that after Liam Miller? <laughs> Manchester United teammate at the time. <laughs> it, it could Next well be. Yeah. It, it could well be. Um, well, let's move on to Serie A because um, Juventus beat Inter in the derby of Italy. Derby of Italy. Mourinho was having a right old ding dong, wasn't he? Yeah. He got sent to the stands. He gets sent off all the time. I love <laughs> it. Clapping really sarcastically. And can I just say for the record, no one does sarcasm like Jose. Oh, yeah. big time. It is brilliant. Yeah. Passion yeah. for the game is passion for the game. Yeah. I don't. I don't think he's enjoying himself over there. No, because well, they, they don't get the sarcasm. He no. certainly hasn't got the same sort of dominance <clears throat> he had with, with Chelsea. I mean, I know Inter have sort of won back-to-back titles, but um, I don't know. They haven't done it in quite the same sort of sweeping way, and obviously the, the kind of the the opposition hasn't been. Brilliant. Been quite as heated as and he can't it was do it in, in Europe either, so it's annoying him. I think it's yeah. frustrating him. He don't think he can progress. I don't reckon. Absolutely. I wouldn't be surprised for him to leave reasonably sort of soon. Yeah, but uh, well, well, Juventus are third now, and they're five points off um, into who are top. And Milan, who beat Sampdoria three 0 that's a great mm. result for yeah. Milan. I think they're, they're four points behind Inter. Two assists for Ronaldinho in that match, incidentally. I think it's about to get really interesting in Italy because sort of the, the big powerhouse. Because d coming. Yeah, yeah. Well, they're, they're <laughs> kind of they're recovering from the scandal a bit, and it looks like Juventus and Milan are actually sort of kicking on now and it looks like they're going to be serious threats because Inter have had it all their own way for such a long time and obviously as we know they, they struggled for a long long time when it was Juventus and Milan dominating and it's kind well, of Juventus coming back that way cheating. yeah but, but well, I, well, of course well, but. you probably saw it Inter but um, I, I've, it's always Serie A has always been interesting for me because as someone of my age I sort of grew up on a bit of the old uh, football uh, exactly uh, so I always like watching it and, and by the way just, just um, while we're on the subject of the derby of Italy that Marchisio's second goal or Juventus Beautiful thing. Yeah, oh, Great glory. Yeah, yeah. He's a real good he's a really good young player, he is. Mm. Etty's goal was good as well. It was, yeah, a good header. Yeah. A terrible marking by you, yeah. yeah. But I mean just he actually bent it, didn't it? It was a really, head, really yeah. good like finish. A computer game header. Yeah. Yeah. Gentlemen, we're going back to South America. Oh, here we go. Woo! It's about time. It's about time. And uh, the Brazilian championship has come to a dramatic close. Flamengo have pipped Sao Paulo to the championship. Oh, well done to them. Woo! Adriano's Flamengo. Yeah, yeah. He's, he got about 18 or 19 goals, I think. He's yeah. a good season. This is yeah. the fir- first time in 17 years they've won. Is it? I good so. good fact, good Pete. Fact. Yeah. On, Tell Pete he'll do his research. That's what I like about him. Yeah. <laughs> That's the only thing I like about him, but I like it anyway. Well, there are other things. Am I said you like my shoes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I like your shoes he as well. Um, Fluminese survived uh, by the skin of their teeth. Mm. Um, but... Uh, it's Curitiba, wasn't it? Curitiba. Yeah. They were relegated. They took it well. 
Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> the team did. Yeah. Um, I think they took it in the usual spirit. Um, yeah. There was a massive riot. Yeah. Of Customary. It is worth having a look. There's a good article, uh, good report on this from southamericanfootball.co.uk. There's a couple of nice photos. There's well, one. the YouTube video up as well, yeah. Yeah, there's one with a fan. He's like, he's got the riot police coming towards him, and he's really like a boxer star. Yeah, yeah. He really is. He's one ready guy, to take him on. There's one guy who tries to take on, like, four, and let's face it, really camp policemen. <laughs> uh, with, with just a camera tripod. And he's fancies himself against four of them, which is one camera <laughs> tripod. Well. It all goes completely mental. After a while, it's like, um, you know, 28 days later, when he wakes up and there's yeah. just carnage everywhere. It's like massive rows of seats lying upside mm. down in the middle of the pitch. <laughs> it's it the inflated tunnel. Um, we're sort of, like, being dragged <laughs> around yeah, at one yeah, point. Yeah. There's a bit on the video where you can see the fans just sort of, like, quite politely queuing to get out of the stands and onto the pitch to then just go ballistic and just start <laughs> hitting anything in front of them. But, it, but, it, but like, the top, the Man top tier... The second, the second tier is fine. They just stay there. But the bottom yeah. tier, there's no, they're nowhere to be found. I'd be and happy then, up there. And then, then, a lot of, then a lot of ticker tip. They must have collect a lot of ticker tip together. There's always and ticker set tape. fire to it. Like, <laughs> you, ne you never want to see fire. It, it, it would never happen here, would it? Could you imagine what it would take for Wigan fans to do that? For <laughs> yeah, example, both of them. What would have to happen? Did they not write when Bullard left? Um, <laughs> what I'd like to be, my A1 position would be Pete in that second tier, ripping seats up and throwing them off. <laughs> yeah. There's no comeback, is there? Then yeah. <laughs> you, you can't get. I'd bring a couple of ripped up seats with me just so I was prepared because <laughs> yeah, it can happen at any time <laughs> from the previous from the previous week. Yeah, yeah they take good. them home. Everyone's got their own seat. A couple of nails. And you can you want to sit on it? You can, or you can just throw it. They yeah. just use them in their houses most of the year. <laughs> yeah. it's the last day of the season, off they go. It's yeah. a ceremonial thing. I did notice one man in the crowd. He managed to get on the pitch, and he was kind of he, he was in a he, he sort of got separated from everyone else, and he's by himself. Looked just like Justin Lee Collins. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nice. Come on, high five. Good time. Oh, good time. Horrible time. I hope you got absolutely lamped just for that. <laughs> I'm here to bring back the dignity. <laughs> We're trying to reunite this crowd. We haven't seen each other for ten years. Has anyone seen a member of the A-team? <laughs> the island of Guernsey. I've been there, actually. Have you? Yeah, I have, yeah. It's a very nice place. Yeah, yeah. I'd imagine it would yeah, be. Yeah. Was your accent there? Yeah, it is, yeah. No, no, that's Jersey. Jersey. That's Jersey. Jersey. Oh, Jersey. I've, yeah. I've been to Jersey ten times. <laughs> have you really? Yeah. Oh, you could use to get up a girlfriend, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. that was the excuse. Yeah. That was my <laughs> excuse to go there. I've never been to either, but I've been to the Isle of Wight. Okay. I've been there. Not, not a Channel Island. David Archer. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I said it was. Come on. Um, yeah, there was. Um, there's there there are football pitch down in Guernsey um, because seagulls have ruined it. <laughs> Bastards. Yeah, yeah. at, at uh, Guernsey's um, Blanche Pierre Lane, uh, it's out of action for the foreseeable future um, because the seagulls have damaged the, the playing surface. Um, this is St Martin's AC's ground, and uh, apparently the seagulls have been looking for worms, and uh, they've been they've been digging them up, and they've just ruined the turf. Ruined the turf. Pete. <laughs> I heard that the gulls thought that Clarence Seed died. It's terrible. Oh dear. <laughs> <laughs> or, or the Barca player BK. <laughs> oh, yeah. Barca. Mm. Who's BK? Barca. Who's BK? Sorry, I'm PK. PK. That's what yeah, I mean. Yeah, BK. means PK. I don't mean. He said PK. But BK beak, works. Beak. That's what I mean. Beak. But PK. <laughs> BK for Burnley. <laughs> well, come on then, lads. What have you got? What have you got? Well, well, Marcus, I, well I, I mean, I, I don't think that it's, um, it's any accident that uh, Rude Gullet has been there. <laughs> <laughs> has been linked to the club. I, yeah, he was yeah. sometimes farmed out on the wings <laughs> <laughs> for Holland. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, the, yeah.
Emails. <laughs> you all right? Yeah, I'm fine, Max. Oh, it is emails. And uh, Pete. Hey, um, this is first. from... Uh, I've got one. Uh, this is from Matt Isherwood in uh, in London. Kilburn, that's where you live. That is, oh, no. Go round his house. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Let's go for a pint. <laughs> we'll be mates. Uh, your ramble posse. Uh, been meaning to write to you about this for a while, but uh, I've been tipped into action by a recent development. I'm not, I've never seen anyone tipped no, into that action, is, that but... That me some strange methods. <laughs> like firsts on this show. In yeah. the last year, every time I'm near a spot section of a bookshop, I seem to see plenty of unsold copies of The Carol. Cara. Uh, <laughs> That's like the Jamie Carragher story. The, imaginati- the imaginatively named autobiography of everyone's favourite scouser, Jamie Carragher. Yeah. Now, I can't possibly imagine who would buy this apart from the most hardcore Liverpool fans. I'm just guessing that it might well be the driest read ever. <laughs> <laughs> However, today I've discovered you can also download an iPhone app for his book. <laughs> I'll get it. Is it free? I'm going to get it. <laughs> good, good to see him embracing technology and all that, but who thought it would be a good idea to take this gripping material and put it on a tiny screen? Anyway, intrigued to know if any of you chaps come across or even read any other autobiographies from other footballers that weren't very good, that would make good uh, pulp. I've not got a footballer's one, but I've got a, um, a sportsman's one, if that counts. When I was um, away travelling with a few friends, we went to um, Cook Islands, which is very isolated, yeah. and um, there was no way you, fl- we flew off, you could fly off the island like, once every week, or, once a week or something, and so we were stuck on there. And all the, all the hostels there had like book exchanges. No, I didn't have a book to read, so I went out to this book exchange, and the only book in the book exchange was Colin Montgomery's autobiography, <laughs> and it's absolutely shit. It's the most boring book I've ever read, you know, it's terrible. <laughs> the thing is, he's done all right for himself, and he's topped the money list and stuff like that, but he's never won a major or anything, and the whole book is just about how twisted and bitter he is that he's never done it, and that's it. And I've read the whole wow. thing, so that'll be my only one. Wow. Golf. Um, yeah, I, I've I've read Pele's and Diego Maradona's, which are both incredibly self-aggrandizing in different ways. But they were both good, so I don't I don't really El have Diego's a shit one. Yeah, El Diego is a brilliant. Book. I read Gaz's one; it was decent. Yeah, I've, I've been meaning to and read David that. And David Beckham's. Beckham's one's boring. Now Beckham's one's better than you'd think, but it's, I mean, it's not brilliant. But it's better than. Well, you'd yeah, think. no, how oh, good I think it is. How do you know? I was, <laughs> um, I, I was in uh, Tesco's in Prague, and I bought Peter Czech's autobiography in Czech. <laughs> which, <laughs> which, it which let me tell you, it's a difficult read. It, <laughs> it's is hard it, to get into it, yeah? Is it think, called Checkmate? I think it's just called Check. I, I think it just is called Check, actually. Checkmate. Sure. Yeah. Is, is it I called um, Check if this is in the right language before you buy it? Look, you had your chance with the sorry, puns. Yeah, get out. <laughs> so, yeah, thanks to uh, Matt Isherwood, who says uh, cheers and see you at the Christmas drinks. Ooh, oh, yeah, see you then. I'll, talk to, I'll tell you about that later. <clears throat> uh, Lukey. Um, hello, Ramble Force. Hello! On December 21st, 2009, the FIFA World Player of the Year Gala takes place in Switzerland. That'll be a nice free meal for all concerned, no doubt. <laughs> this year, we'll also see the first award of the new FIFA French Puskas Award, which FIFA have created to reward the player judged to have scored the most beautiful goal of the year. Like I it, didn't nice. know this. No, I like this. that. Um, the criteria listed on FIFA.com are, one, it should be a beautiful goal. Oh, yes. Two, the importance of the match should be taken into account. Mm. Three, the goal should not be the result of luck or mistakes by the other team. Mm-hmm. Four, the goal should support fair play, i.e. the player should not have behaved badly in the game or have been charged with doping for example weird (laughs) five only goals scored from July 2008 to July 2009 will be considered as you may have guessed I am interested to know which goal each of the Ramble would pick if they are in charge of the awards my personal choice would either be Janino's ludicrous free kick for Lyon against Barcelona or Andres Iniesta against Chelsea. Not so much because it was important, because it was such a sweet textbook strike with the laces. Yeah, your, Iniesta's a good one. Your thoughts, gentlemen. <clears throat> Keep up the good work. 
NES is a good one. Could this be the most beautiful girl in the world? <laughs> yeah, that'll definitely be the song. Be the yeah, yeah, yeah. Your version of it. As well. <laughs> the most beautiful girl in the world. That is what that Peter is right. Said. No, but that was the melody. You got the melody wrong. I know, you just did it quickly. I just did it quickly. Well, it, why was it? You don't Geordie rush speed. beauty. Well, it, it doesn't actually. It doesn't actually say what level the goal's got to be at. I mean, presumably oh, oh. it's FIFA, so it's got to be at the top level. I'm going to go July for July 2008 to July 2009. Yeah. Okay. Oh. I'm going to throw one in there. Go on. Cristiano Ronaldo's uh, winning goal against FC Porto in the semi-final of the Champions mm. League. Very Beauty. important. Very good. Beauty. And it, very important, as you say. I think I'd go for that Eduardo goal in the FA Cup, just because the way he hit it was so sweet. Not, it wasn't, not important yeah, enough. But, yeah, no, but I think it was a glorious goal. And I, I, I don't care. I'm, I'm, I'm putting it forward. I mean, I think I'll probably go for Messi's header for Barcelona in the final against Manchester United because it was a really nice build-up to the goal. Mm. It was obviously the goal that sealed Beautiful it for cross. Him, and it really sealed their season as well, the treble, that sort of stuff. Yeah. And it's Messi, who's a, who's a beautiful player. Iconic image of him rising up that high. Like a salmon. Rio Ferdinand just going, what? Well, Marcus, who's getting the uh, champ manager goodie bag? The famous and much-coveted champ manager goodie bag. Eeny, meeny, miny. <laughs> uh, Matt. Matt Isherwood. Yes, Matt Isherwood. from Kilburn. Yeah. Matt, I'll drop it round, because that's yeah. where I live. You can, you can <laughs> be mates. That'd be good. Ladies and gentlemen, it's profile time. Nice. Here we go. Woo. All right. All right. Okay. Switch on. <laughs> yeah, I'm on. Get your head on. Switch on. <laughs> Pavel Nedved. Ned hey. Hello. Neddy Vedder. One of my favourites, Marcus. <laughs> Neddy Vedder. Good. One of my favourites, Marcus, so please continue. Oh, can I? Mm. Uh, he was born on the uh, August the 30th, 1972. Five years after. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I not even bothered that anymore, come on. No. <laughs> of course he, the good stuff. Of course he was a, he's a former Czech international footballer. Um, did you know, gentlemen, that when he was younger, his parents encouraged him to become an accountant? I know he's got some sort of qualification. Yeah, he's got, he's yeah. really well read. Thing, isn't it? Is it what it is? Mm. Yeah, he's, he's well read. So mm. that doesn't surprise me. <laughs> well, it wasn't to be. Uh, by the age of 19, he was playing for uh, Duke La Prague oh, yeah. in, the, in the Czech leagues. And uh, it was within a season, he was at uh, big rivals Sparta Prague. I've been to Prague. It's a very nice place. It I is have. a beautiful city. Although yeah. decimated by English stag do. Stop getting married, everyone. <laughs> yeah. Um, at Sparta, he won three consecutive league titles between 92 and 95. Yeah. Mm. And it was the consistency of his performances that uh, earned him a spot in the national side. So this is when he came into my um, my sort of um, knowledge when he when he played when he was in the Euro 96 squad. In Euro 96. They were an excellent team as well they were then. That's right. Well he, he made his debut for Czech Republic in June 94 um, against Ireland actually. Um, but uh, absolutely Euro 96 is when he really came um, to the forefront. They could have won it. Well they got to the final of course mm. yeah. When he when he first came uh, came into the scene, mm. he always used to remind me. He looks a bit like Jürgen Klinsmann, and I always used to confuse me in my brain. I think he looks like Patrick Swayze. Patrick Swayze, yeah, I'm he does, Swayze, actually. yeah, mm. oh, good. yeah, or like your mum's mate. Yeah, he looks a bit like. Yeah. <laughs> he's better looking than your mum's <laughs> yeah, mate. Yeah, he's very handsome in my opinion. He looks, like, he, he, he looks like a bit like a computer game footballer. Yeah, yeah. he's got like a very angular face, yeah. but like yeah. a made up computer game footballer that's been yeah. made up to look like a sort of stand out. Footballer Rivaldo, <laughs> <laughs> excellent point, well mate. Yeah. Rivaldo also looks like a computer game footballer. Yeah, even right. Liam with your, with your footballs look like a computer game footballer. Yeah, yeah? you pixelated men. Do, do, do us a favour. <laughs> Sorry, carry on, Marcus. Um, so of course Euro '96, they got to the final. Um, were beaten by Germany two one. Boo. Um, yeah. But uh, he he had a very good very good tournament, and and that's where 
you know, he was spotted by some of Europe's big clubs. And after Euro 96, he was signed by Lazio. Yeah, I remember that. Um, and he uh, won the Coppa Italia with Lazio. He won the league. He, well, he inspired them to the league, if I remember <clears> right, in 2000. And then mm. the, the season after that, he signed for Juve. He did, for yeah. For 40 million euros. Well, of course, he, like he won the Cup yeah. Winners' Cup as well. Oh, sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah he Lazio. did. Yeah. In the last ever one. At Villa Park. Yeah. Scored the last ever goal of the whole tournament. Mm. And, of course, at Lazio, he played with uh, another Dean Windass Hall of Famer, Christian Vieira. Vieira, yeah. yeah. Legend. Yeah. It's almost like we put someone in every week, isn't it? Yeah, the of yeah. Coming up, cropping yeah. up in other profiles. Um, uh, the Czech Republic qualified for Euro 2000. Um, they went out in the first round, but they played some good football. I, I fancied them that tournament. Well, I, I mean, I mentioned you sort of Jan Koller and you know Stepstam earlier when they played Holland, um, but they were so unlucky that particular match. Yeah, Holland got a lucky penalty in the yeah. last few moments, but they Czech Republic was superb. Mm. And it, it, you know, someone like because it played Holland and France. Who it was, was annoying because I was touting them before the, before the tournament. Yeah, yeah. Bit of a shame. But again, though, he, he never had played well for them that tournament, and uh, he was getting you know huge uh, write ups all Rave across. Rave reviews, your, you yes, could say the, that as well, Luke. <laughs> um, and this didn't go unnoticed by the big boys, Juventus, the old lady, mm-hmm. <laughs> and forty million euros <laughs> or something. Well, they just sold uh, Zinedine Zidane. And in 2001, they paid 41 million euros, or it was about 25 million pounds at the time, in, mm. in 2001. Mm. He was effectively a replacement for uh, Zinedine Zidane. <laughs> well, well that, it's incredible when you think about it, because he, he, he did quite literally effectively replace him, didn't he? He was very, very good, and he, he <laughs> yeah. just slotted him very well. He's it was an absolute legend at Juventus. He's a superb player. I mean, that, that is some big shoes to fill. Yeah. yeah. But, he, but he filled them, you know, and they, and they won... Uh, the, the Scudetto um, a, f- a number of times 01, 02, 02, 03, 04, 05, 05, 06 Yeah, a couple th- of them were struck off though Do you think Juventus well, yeah. were having a sort of dig at Zidane's baldness by getting their <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> this, this is a man's head of hair He's got a Zidane. wonderful head of hair Yeah, you really have flowing locks Yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> Very, very, very so. reminiscent of Kanidja Yo, yeah, 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 when he's in full flow. Very, very true. <laughs> um, he uh, was hugely um, influential when Juventus reached the 2003 Champions League final, um, with Nedved scoring five goals along the way. But unfortunately, he missed the final because he yeah. got um, a booking suspended. Yeah, but it was right Tragic. at the end of the game against uh, Real Madrid in the, in the second leg of the semi-final. Mm. And it, I, th- I think, if my memory serves me correctly, it was not long after he'd scored one of the goals, which looked to take Juventus through. Yeah. yeah. So the whole stadium was buzzing, and then he just got a silly. There was no Paul Gascoigne tears though. No. Yeah. He's a hard Eastern European. Yeah, go for that. <laughs> Who tends to his hair very, very delicately. <laughs> it is a shame that he missed that game because that is probably the most. Boring Champions League final in in living memory. Well, of course, Milan awful. won on penalties. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Old yeah. Trafford, wasn't it? Yeah, it was right. Yeah, I mean they needed a play like that to kind of get the game going. But uh, even though he didn't play in the Champions League final, um, Neved was had such a great season that he was given uh, the Ballon d'Or. Mm-hmm. Um, and well deserved. What a more I mean, achievement! He obviously. was yeah. he was unstoppable around that sort of time. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Super. I, I just I just remember that attack. It was such a shame he never played in the final. Was it? A, was it? I can't Static. remember the actual incident. Was it a definitely fact, a booking? It was Steve McManaman he failed. That's right. Yeah. Was it? Was it definitely? Yeah, no, a it was definitely a booking, yeah. and he knew that as well as soon as he did it. Um, shame for him. Shame no, for no, him. a real shame. But if we move forward at a short period of time, uh, Euro two thousand and four, uh, he was playing for a much fancied Czech Republic side again. Yeah, mm. he, they, tell you what, they're, they're always much fancied. They're aren't really, they? they're really. I mean, is it only fair? in the European Championships in two thousand and two yeah. World Cup they went out in the first round? Yeah. Although you did. Te- this is going back a few years, Luke. Yeah. I remember texting you around that time. 
and uh, you said after they beat the US three 0 that you fancied yeah. Czechs to win the whole tournament. I think I think they when they went out in the first conti- round. I think they're really continual underachievers on, on the world stage. Mm. I, I think they've always got a decent squad. I mean, if you look at all the tournaments, we're going I think back, back not now though. Yeah. Oh, not now, no, yeah, no. Yeah. But I mean, traditionally, yeah. Mm. yeah, and so much so that people who don't well, really watch football other than in a World Cup to try and look quite intelligent will go, you know, I think the Czech Republic are going to oh, win. Yeah. <laughs> is, that, is that a dig? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, text your friends. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, the Euro 2004, I mean, uh, they probably should have won that tournament. I mean, they beat um, Germany and Holland in the first mm. round. Mm. They did a great game against Holland. They were 2-0 down. They came back to win 3-2. 3-2 yeah. um, they beat Denmark 3-0 in the second round, but they were beaten by Greece, of course, who won it in the semi-finals. Ruthlessly efficient Greeks. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, Still don't believe that happened. No, yeah. I saw it, but I don't believe yeah, yeah. it. Yeah. Well, uh, you mentioned earlier a couple of um, the titles he won with Juventus were stripped. Um, yeah, yeah. With the Calciopoli scandal. The Calciopoli yeah. scandal, absolutely. And they were relegated um, from Serie A down to Serie B. And, you know, his future was um, heavily discussed. Um, but he, he vowed to stay with Juventus and get them back into Serie A, and, which, of course, they did. Um, which was great to see them back in there and and, 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 and keep hold of, of, of some of their top players. Well, definitely know? because it's not you know a lot of the players weren't really weren't at all involved in the Calciopoli scandal. Obviously, the fans weren't involved, so it's a real shame for them. Mm. And you know they're they're genuinely a, a massive club. You know, mm. so it, it was obviously great to see them back in Syria. It was a horrible, horrible sort of episode in their history. You know, mm. one that I'm sure they given the chance they would like to scrub off if they could. Yeah, no, very much so. In his last season, he um, in 2008-2009 season, he scored Juventus' first league goal of that season. Mm. Um, and then uh, he announced before the end of the season, of course, he was going to retire. And they were, he was given the captaincy for his final match against his former team Lazio. And he uh, set up one of the goals and they won 2 0. And obviously, he was substituted just before the final whistle and was given standing a standing ovation, ovation yeah. by yeah. both sets of supporters. He's about 37 now, isn't he? Mm-hmm. He's been, I think he's been offered a, um, a job uh, on the coaching staff at Juve, but I'm not sure if he's taken it up. He said he wanted to spend more time with his family, I think. Mm-hmm. Wasn't yeah. he going to go to Notts County at some point? Was he? Was he linked there? <laughs> oh, no. I, they were just trying to trick him into thinking it was you. <laughs> I, would, I, would, I would travel up to Not- Nottingham <laughs> on my own to watch <laughs> Neville play. I, I thought you were going to say to stop him jogging. <laughs> no, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to play up front with him. Um, but <laughs> after, oh, after that match, his final match, the Juventus players formed a, formed a guard of honour. Alessandro Del Piero, the club captain, presented Nedved with his very own special shirt. Nedved said at the end of his... Um, time with Juventus and of course the end of his career he said uh, I think that'll do is that what he said <laughs> that's a great quote. He, said, he said I can stop running now this is my last game and I need to stay close to my family I like to think that um, Nedved called like a press conference and just went I think that'll do <laughs> yeah. this, that's all he but said is, is the everyone way... here is everyone in you're yeah. sitting now going, right, that'll do <laughs> I, I like that that'll do as if that was alright wasn't yeah, it yeah. I've won the Ballon d'Or I'd say there was nothing more breathtaking of him and, than him and his pomp going yeah, forward yeah, yeah. the ball at his yeah. feet he had it always as, as a forward player he, he had that glide that the really great players yeah, have yeah. Yeah. and he could really whack goals so they were again, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like, uh, like last week's inductee he, he knew how to hit a ball yeah um, he, now this is interesting he won the golden foot Award, yes, that's right. The Golden, Golden Foot, Foot Award. Yeah. In is that for the, the best barefoot performance of a player? Is this uh, not yeah. a beach soccer thing? I'm afraid not. It is an international football award, and it's given to players who stand up for their um, athletic achievements, for their personality, and for the esteem of the public and football experts. And the award is only given to players over the age of 29. Oh, nice. Do you know who the current holder is? No. Dbeck. Ronaldinho. Oh, is it? Of, of AC Milan. Why has there not been much more, much more press on this uh, particular mm. award, Marcus? I th- because I think people don't really care. Oh, I, I certainly <laughs> do. Well, I do as well. That's why I've brought it to your attention. Mm. 
And, uh, and what's really nice, I really like how they do this, um, the ward. Um, the winner leaves a permanent mould of his footprints on the uh, Champions Promenade, which is a kind of a walk of fame um, on the seafront um, of the Principality of Monaco. Must be very bumpy. Well, and so therefore a footballer can only win the Golden uh, Foot Award once. Why? I'd love to see that. It's a really good award. I yeah. think it's an excellent yeah. award, yeah. And so he's won it. And, and rightly so. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And uh, t- you all remember Karol Pabolski, of course. Oh, as if I could forget him. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, I shall end by quoting the very, very uh, thick-haired man. Yeah. Um, he said, who was the best player you played with? And he said, it's a difficult one, because uh, I was always proud that I had the opportunity to play with great players like Eric Cantona and Peter Schmeichel. But if I had to mention just one, it would be Pavel Nedved. Come on in, Pavel! No one puts Pavel in the corner. Ladies and gentlemen, that is the end of the show. I hope you've had a lovely time and enjoyed your stay. If you want to get in touch, the email address is podcast at thefootballramble.com and the website is thefootballramble.com. Notices. Um, yeah, one more boring notice. Sorry about this, but the, f- the Football Ramble Christmas drinks, um, the guest list is closing on Friday the 11th of December. So if you're not done it by then, then forget it. We don't even want to know you. Is, is this, right? is this That's midnight Saturday or midnight Friday? It's midnight Friday, Pete. Right. Okay. The 11th. Right. Hence why I said Friday the 11th. All right, but if you're none to name that, as this week's The Thick of It has proved, okay. does it mean include or doesn't include that? It doesn't include. So the, the end of play Friday... So when the, when the, when, you, when it's just a Friday night, it's eleven fifty nine, and it ticks over to midnight on Saturday. That's so it. yeah, okay, midnight Saturday, whatever. The eleventh, get it in by eleventh, <laughs> right? Thursday. If, if if you look at your calendar, people and it says twelve, and it says twelth, you're too late. This is hard. That's all you need. This is hard on the anticipated. <laughs> do it, do it, just, just do it or don't do it. Do it, do it by Thursday. Yeah. <laughs> all right, do any it now. Do it any more for any more. That's me done. Uh, of course, uh, betway.com forward slash football ramble. You can come and challenge us. We're all putting on bets, uh, putting our money out where our literally and figuratively, mostly figuratively, actually, where our <laughs> mouth is. Yeah, um, yeah. I've gone for a, a really easy home banker, uh, uh, Pompey, uh, playing away to Sunderland. Sunderland aren't very good away, so I've gone for a Sunderland home win. Yeah. So mm. I'm hopefully going to uh, be uh, top of the league. Not going to happen. You're miles behind. Well, <laughs> you can all find out with the betway.com football ramble. To them and to us. <laughs> mm. um, uh, say goodbye, Pete. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Lukey. Goodbye. Say goodbye, James or Jim. Bye. Uh, we're all off because that'll do. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. 
Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.